We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny Meringue. I found two empty bottles of a particularly decent Chateau de War Bordeaux 57 in your rubbish. Dusty Hera. You went through my garbage? This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. I find it particularly offensive that you use them to wash down an order from something called Macho Taco. And Portland's sports leader, 1080. I would never drink a Bordeaux with a Macho Taco. The Fan. It was a burrito machissimo. I know this is not going to sit well, but I have a reason for it. Go on. I I feel like I feel like the the macho the burrito machismo just made me think of. I think Chipotle might be a little overrated. Oh, absolutely a lot of overrated. Yeah, I think because here's my reasoning behind it. You get the burrito, but everything inside of it's like lukewarm. Like it's never like hot. Yeah, yeah. That's my beef. That's my beef. You, we had a we had it last night. You do do you like to bite in and scald your mouth? No, but I don't like a lukewarm burrito. I also like it to not seem like it's been sitting out for forty five minutes. Is that is that your is that your grind with it as well? I'm just I'm not a big Chipotle guy. I never have been. See, I think part of this is. And I'm not making excuses for them because they do screw up. But the yeah. location does matter. The, okay. the one in Newburgh, not not good. I've had multiple bad instances with them. It, bu- mm. it bums me out because it's right there next to me. Yeah. The There's an, a one in Wilsonville that I used to hit up all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Always really? great. And mm-hmm. I think, number one, it was always very warm, but it was also never stale because it was fresh. And I think part of that has to do with the, the high school right there has open campus. <laughs> so like they are just cranking, man. That place is packed. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. All right. My my pushback is not the temperature of the food or the, the that it's sitting out for a while. My problem with them is that the price has gone nuts over the last couple of years. Yeah. Because it used to be you could go in there for like nine bucks. Yeah. I don't I don't ever get the burrito. I get the bowl. Get the bowl. Have, you, have you ever seen the way to, to maximize the, the 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 most you get out of Chipotle? No, because a burrito usually does the trick for me, so I don't, I don't need to go extra. Back back in the day when they first came out, like mm-hmm. I was still not broken, and I would that was my post gym spot. I could, I could pick up like four thousand yeah. calories, and it was like not bad. It's all natural, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can, but you get double rice, double beans, single meat, and then you basically get all of the toppings, and you would end up with two whole meals. Yeah, I know that this is not going to be a popular take because people love it, but I I just sit there and I look around, I'm like. Every time, every time. I think you have to. I think it's, it's not the, hot. I think it's, it's the location for you, man. Lukewarm. Is it a most of the time? Is it a? Is it a busy location? Like, are you waiting a long time in there? Yeah. 
Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I guess Tannisborn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... But I think there is it, But the, if I variants. go home and I reheat it, I'm like, yeah, this is good. But I, I shouldn't have to do that. No, you should not. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, no. I don't get it. But it, whatever. Um, that burrito machissimo made me think of that. But, uh, okay, let's talk some football, shall we? I we're going to talk burritos the rest of the time. I'm okay with that, too. We, we can do that. We might want to bring my wife on for that one. She's a big burrito. Like, she is a burrito connoisseur. I, listen, she loves burritos. Burritos are her jam. Okay. They are her burritos, jam. Burritos, tacos, whatever we're doing, man. Like, it, it matters. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, it is. That's her number one. Consistency of tortilla. That, that, that stuff's very important. They do have great tortillas at Chipotle. Like the, the way it stretches but doesn't tear. Like they have it, a it, very good one at, at Chipotle. They, a they good tortilla. The, they steam it and they get that elasticity that, like, forms to the burrito very nicely. But what? the worst is when you have a blowout. Do, in double wrap? No, like when the, when you you take a bite and then all of a sudden you're like, what is shooting between my fingers? Oh, and there's a yeah. blowout of the tortilla like See, in the parents bottom. of super young children have an entirely different idea of what a blowout is. <laughs> Same principle, though. Same principle. Yeah, you squeeze it and brown stuff comes out. Yeah. Wait, what? But these are beans instead. Oh, well, could be. Put the good yeah. meat out for Dusty. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what you need to say when you go in there next time. Yeah. Rust, um, get the good okay. meat out. Let's uh, let's right, get to some football. We will have a uh, Blazers uh, Blazers predictions. Get your Blazers predictions in at five zero three two five zero ten eighty. as well. I, I, will ret- I, will, later. I will retweet them from my account. I put Ooh. out my uh, my my predictions in my ladder thread for uh, your ladder thread. You yeah. got uh, all of the awards, huh? I do. I do. I've got all. The, I've got the MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, uh, Most Improved, and Coach of the Year. And then oh. for Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, I kind of keep a running ladder of where I have guys. So top five. Yeah. And then I kind of check in to see kind of where things have moved throughout the season because they're, they're the NBA season with eighty two games is so long. Yeah. You can have a, a story or a narrative or a thought process in October that is very different uh, in January. I I just saw one of the worst plays that you will see. It gave up a run. Oh, no. Juan Soto lost of it. the Padres lost a ball in the sun with runners on second and third. Routine fly ball back, back even before the warning track, and he lost it in the sun at Petco. And now you have uh, the Phillies have runners on second and third with one out. Again, and they just pushed another one across. Wow, that's brutal. Uh, League Championship Series going on right now. We're in the second inning. Uh, the Phillies have won their third straight game one of the postseason. Uh, they have a 1-0 series lead after last night. They have a 2 nothing lead in game two in the second inning. The ALCS gets underway at 4-30 with the Astros and the Yankees at Minimate after uh, New York finished off the Guardians last night. Uh, no time to celebrate. Their bats are still going, man. Who, Philly? Yeah. yeah. They, they, haven't, sure. they, haven't, they haven't stopped. No cooling off. No cooling off. Okay. Um, Back to football. Yeah. Let's... Uh, Let's get to football here. The NFC and AFC West and East divisions, boy, have they turned on their heads and what we thought at the beginning of the year to where we are at now. Uh, it could be more different because we thought that the, and, and they really, they still are, a gauntlet would be the AFC West because it, it is a gauntlet in that I don't believe that the Raiders are as bad as their record indicates. At one and four, every one of their losses is a one-score loss. 
Yeah, but they're one and four, and they have had to play uh, three divisional opponents already. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're five games into the year, and they played three divisional opponents in what is a very tough division. Somebody's got to win, and somebody's got to lose, and they've lost to the Chiefs and the Chargers. The one win that they have, the Broncos. The Broncos. And so um, you have. I, I think that the the Raiders are going to be better, and they will kind of sort some stuff out as the season goes on. Their point differentials minus five and they have three losses <laughs> or four losses wrap your head around that their point differential minus five have got four losses on the year it's it's tight they yeah they're 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 better than what their record indicates but the nfc west you have the niners rams seahawks all at three and three the arizona cardinals are two and four in that division it truly does seem as mediocre as the records would indicate. Mm-hmm. I mean, they three and three. They have got some average ball being played in the NFC West, and way below average if you're talking about what the Arizona Cardinals are doing. Their offense is broken, and you can trade all you want for Robbie Anderson. De- DeAndre Hopkins coming back is helpful, maybe may big for them. But Kyler Murray has said things have not looked this tough since he was a rookie in the NFL. That is an alarming thing for Kyler Murray to say. Yeah, if you're looking at Kyler Murray already struggling before, and again, uh, I just want to point out that Call of Duty comes out in nine days. <laughs> just just pointing that out. I, I'm, I'm very impressed that I have not seen him in any of the marketing materials for it. Mm-hmm. I have not seen him in any of the commercials. Uh, so good good for his agent for probably getting him out of those because he was probably in them. Mm-hmm. But if he's struggling in the first half of the season where historically that's when the good stuff has happened, and again, again no DeAndre Hopkins, that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, outside of spectacular, spectacular stalling and running against the Raiders in what, is one of the more insane 20-second long rushes I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> he has been very bad. Yeah. He hasn't delivered. His decision-making has been very, very poor. His effectiveness on the explosive plays hasn't been there, with the exception of against the Raiders. His ability to be decisive early in drives to get drives, because they are, they are going three and out like crazy. They are not getting drives going, and that's not what – Cliff Kingbury's offense is meant to do. Click, 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 go, 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 go. And in this division where the 49ers are in shambles, they are, I think they're missing 11 starters between the offense and defense right now. That's insane. My goodness. The Rams are literally down to one offensive lineman from the They're opening decimated. Night. And there is a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover where it's like a, they we thought they're the switch. Yeah, and all that. Stink. The Seahawks are overperforming at 3 and 3 and the Cardinals are still but lagging behind all three of those teams. Mm-hmm. They don't have the built-in excuse. The only excuse you have is DeAndre Hopkins. And again, that's a big excuse. That that is a very top that's a top 5 excuse of playmakers. Yeah. But that is not enough for you to suck this much in this division. <laughs> it's just not. No, it it really it really isn't. And and that is that it kind of flipped both of these divisions have been flipped on their head by what we see as the AFC and NFC East, where the AFC East, we knew there was one team that was going to be great and they've lived up to the hype in the Buffalo bills. But 
the fact that the Miami Dolphins came out like gangbusters, and though they have lost three straight games, uh, they've that's been a, a circumstance in part to their quarterback situation, where they didn't just lose uh, to a they lose Teddy Bridgewater too, and they had to roll with Skylar Thompson for two games at quarterback. Uh, well, I guess a game and a half, and they had to turn back to Teddy. Teddy two gloves. Um, but you have Miami and New England at three and three, and the surprise, one of the surprises of the NFL, I would call them the surprise of the NFL, except for the fact that the other team that shares the stadium with them is probably uh, right alongside them. The New York Jets are stunning right now at four and two. And Robert Sala, who said, I'm, I'm taking receipts, Boy, you deserve to start reading them sometime soon because they're on a three-game winning streak right now, and they've done it at home. They have done it on the road. They are looking like a a football team that is ascending right now. I mean, they are on the upward trajectory, and it's fun to see a young team gain confidence like that because when a young team gets that sort of confidence in the NFL or, I mean, look, in football in general – and you get that kind of we're too dumb to realize what we're doing right now, that can be a scary, scary mix. And they got actually a, a lot of vets on that team too that, that they've kind of sprinkled in at, at at important positions that kind of will help these Sauce Gardeners and Zach Wilsons along um, to make them go a well-rounded team. And you're kind of starting to see that with Robert Saul and his crew. One, that team is winning in spite of its offense, which that's, I think, a bigger question. Big facts. I wanted to drive this point home on the Cardinals. They are second in the NFL in most three and outs. The only team with more? Really? The Chicago Bears. The Bears. Bears. And if you look at third down percentage, the only teams worse than the Cardinals on third downs this year. Panthers, Texans, Broncos, Cowboys. Mm. Let's see. Backup quarterback. uh, What should be a backup quarterback, apparently, in Russell Wilson right now because he's awful. The Texans, ugh, the Panthers are on their fourth, literal fourth string quarterback at this point. So that's how bad Kyler Murray and the Cardinals have been on that on God, on in third downs. It. it is, they have no excuse. They have yeah. no excuse. But flipping back to the Jets, it was funny. I heard Mark Sanchez, obviously former Jets quarterback, talking about winning in spite of quarterback play. He goes, mm-hmm. "I've lived it. Yeah. I've been a part of this in New York City. In, in New York City on this team." And he says, "Listen, there was a time when I was making mistakes. As, he, as you know, we had a great defense." Mm. And he goes, "Similar to Russell Wilson, there we were on the one yard line. I believe he said it was against uh, God. I can't remember. Oh, Cincinnati in the playoffs, and they were on the one yard line." He, he said, "I hot routed to a, a quick slant." And I think he, the Braylon Edwards is who he threw it to. I believe so. And he said, "After that play, Thomas Jones grabbed me by my face mask, jerked me around, and said, if you ever bleepity bleeping bleeping bleep, do that again. I will kill you.'" So, in other words, don't be stupid. Manage the game. Let the defense handle things and hand me the damn ball. Oh, that's funny. But he says this, and he goes, he was right. Yeah. Because sometimes as a young quarterback, you have to step aside and just not screw stuff up. Last week, Zach Wilson goes 10 of 18. Mm -hmm. Nothing special, clearly. But if he can continue to learn on the fly, get better, because they are are lacking offensive weapons. That's that's very clear. I like Garrett Wilson a lot. Garrett I, Wilson I is good. And then, like, these are the young with the old. You have Garrett Wilson, and you, you have him alongside Corey Davis. If Corey Davis can stay healthy for long enough, Brees uh, Hall has looked That's good. That's their leaning. offensive line can can get to get some stability and if Zach Wilson progresses, because he hasn't played, man. No, he's only he's played, wor- like, a couple of games. Like, give that offense some time. As long as your defense, though, is holding that up. Quinn and Williams, 
is an absolute monster. <laughs> I told he you had like two sacks, a blocked field goal yeah. last week. I told you. Who did I compare him to? Uh, was it two weeks ago? Richard Seymour. You don't. You don't ever talk about Quinn and Williams. Yeah. You just Richard Seymour. You never talked about. You just at the end of the game, you go nightmare fuel. How the hell does this guy have seven tackles, two tackles for loss, and a forced fumble, and you know a pass rush win rate of like you know forty nine percent? And you're going, I didn't. Quentin Williams is the same way. Where just he's a complete nightmare to deal with, yeah. but he doesn't get the top billing. I, I don't know why. I don't know why guys like that don't get that top billing. I guess because they're not well, the edge pretty guys. No, here 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 is why is because there's a guy like. Well, Aaron Donald has gotten it, but Aaron mm-hmm. Donald had the hype coming in. Quinnen Williams played on Alabama, where n- nobody stands out and is is the star of Alabama unless you're like a Will Anderson. So he was a guy that everybody was like, this guy. It, it's the same thing with Jordan Davis at Georgia. Yeah. The same, like Jordan Davis at Georgia and Quinnen Williams at, at Bama. When you're surrounded by so much talent and there's other guys there's that, are, made. that are getting the – no, the top billing is that you are that dominant, but you're also on a dominant defense with there's 10 other dudes yeah. that are either going to be first-round picks <laughs> right alongside you. And so you don't have that hype coming into the league because everybody is so good on your team. And you don't stand out because there's so much greatness surrounding you on that college on that college team. Then you get to the NFL, and it's like, uh, oh, yeah, that, that is – that is different. That's a dude. You, you are different, yeah. and you are that good, and you start standing out like that. You, that is, I think, what the, the Quinn and Williams thing is. He's he's a product of Bama, and it's a machine of D one picks. And if you're if you're a player, that's exactly what you would want because the hype. You don't have to live up to the hype. It's true. Because he, all you have to do, you're just clearing the bar <laughs> once you get there. Yeah, and then everybody turns around and looks at you. He's like, oh, wow. You are that. Check, checks cash the same. One other note on the Jets. If you want to talk, take a look about winning in spite of the offense. In the three games that Joe Flacco was in, they threw the ball 155 times. The three games with Zach Wilson, 75. Mm. Yowzers. That's just an understanding of Robert Solik. Okay, no, we can, we can lean on 901 yards passing for Joe Flacco, 571 for Zach Wilson. It's understanding. Well, didn't they lose? Did, aren't there two losses, though, with with – Flacco? Yes. Yeah, their two losses were so with playing Flacco. playing behind a little bit. Especially week one, they got the doors blown off them by Baltimore because that was, member Joe Flacco's big return. <laughs> yeah, I was just right. It was 24-9. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they got their butts kicked by Baltimore. So you're probably throwing the ball a little bit more there, but then you're sitting there and you find your identity, though. You mm-hmm. found a rhythm and you found what you are in that Flacco, and then so when Zach Wilson comes in, you're like, no, we can run the ball with Brees Hall for, at Iowa State. That's, that's yeah. the kicker for me is, is that yeah. Brees Hall over the last two weeks has been tremendous. He's averaging over five yards of carry. He's a dude, man. Like he, he, Oregon fans know about him. <laughs> he it, it took him a little right while to kind of ramp festival. up, but he's, he's, he's looking like he's going to be kind of what, again, going back to the Mark Sanchez, Thomas Jones kind of days, that's – kind of the way that they're going to lean until Zach Wilson shows he can be that guy. And then you have the NFC East, who, much like the uh, AFC East, is overperforming up and down. But unlike the NFC or the AFC East, we didn't see that there was a dominant team in there. We knew the Bills would be dominant. The Eagles have been playing the best football in the NFL. There's a reason why they're the, the, the lone undefeated in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But 
you cannot look at no one thought saw this coming from the Giants. Not a soul. No, Brian Dayball has his guys believing, and that's a scary thing because they're doing it despite their quarterback as well. Uh huh. Without without their limited quarterback, not even healthy. Yes, and then the, <laughs> the other side of this is like that's wild. They he's what has been so tremendous, and you don't the difference between the NBA and the NFL when you're talking about coaching. The, the coaching levers that you pull in the NFL are so much more because you have so much more control, mm-hmm. the way you can scheme things and the way you can design things. What Dale has done has been tremendous because he has limited playmakers on both sides. Mm. But the playmakers he does have, he is using in a tremendous fashion, mm. whether it be Saquon Barkley, whether it be Kayvon Thibodeau, the opportunities that he's creating for his guys. And they're doing the bend, don't break till the fourth quarter. Mm. And that's like just... Don't play mistake-free football for three quarters. Yeah. See where we are. Then in the fourth quarter, we'll find the three back-breaking plays we need to win. And that Again, football is about high-leverage situations and how you overcome those. And coaching outside of execution is the single biggest thing. And what they have done is play mistake-free, brain-neutral football for three quarters and then win fourth quarters. And that's a it's a hell of a recipe to have when you don't have a quarterback. They they the law of averages will catch up to them though. It will because their 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 point differential right now is plus fourteen. You're talking coin toss. That's what two and a half points a game. They every game that they've played in has been decided by one possession. And they are the Raiders of this year. It is it, it, the law of averages tells us it will even itself out over the course of the year. Um, but do you see it over the next few weeks? Because they got. The Jags, the Seahawks, the Texans, the Lions. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, Jags could get them. Jags, Jags could get them. Get, Jags could bite them right uh, this next week. But if you told me this team it, through 10 weeks was mm. 7-3. Yeah. Well, one, te- one team that is a surprise right now that is out west has one player that is playing out of his mind. Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We get it almost every night. And when that moon gets big and bright, it's Okay, we got a lot of predictions coming in at 503-250-1080. Uh, get them in. Blazers start the regular season tonight. I'm tracking them. I'm tracking all these predictions right now, folks. Um, I'm tracking all of them. And, and some of them are tied to your health. So 
Yeah, I'm talking to you. Mm. <laughs> People are worried about uh, Danny's health in the Blazer season this year if it doesn't go well. Let's well, oh, no, I I'm totally prepared. Let's for anybody who like did the watch parties with me last year. Mm. You know what my mindset right now. My my yeah. brain's turned off with as far as like expectations. Yeah. Good. Good. I like <clears> that. <throat> um okay. So get those in. 503-250-1080. We were talking about how like the NFC West has been kind of mediocre, kind of meandering through. The team that has been playing well and above expectation is Seattle. And mm-hmm. it has a ton to do with Geno Smith being wildly efficient and not wanting to cook. I, I feel like Geno Smith took a uh, ayahuasca trip with Pete Carroll and got on the same page. Well, that'd be a hell of a thing. I mean, if you're going to take an ayahuasca trip with a coach in the NFL... I feel like Pete Carroll's pretty high on the list. Ooh, that's a great question. Um, it's not Bill Belichick. I can tell you that right now. That's a bad trip waiting to happen. Uh, what, if, what if it'd be awesome? What if he's just like Mr. No. Giggle-Britches no. when he's stony baloney Belichick? <laughs> um, that man is violently puking for 12 days okay. straight. I, I think that... Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell would be a trip. I'm going Mike McDaniel. I oh, also think yeah. Andy Reid would be a blast. Yeah. Um, hmm. going down the list here, I don't know. McVeigh wouldn't be much McVay's fun. McVeigh's too too uptight. Ooh, Vrabel would be great. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a dude. Um, trying to go through here. Saul is too. Yeah, too he's uptight. too buttoned Dayball up. Dable might. Brian Dayball. He, he looks like he might. He's a very intense man. Yeah, but he looks like he parties, or did. Yeah. Mike Tomlin would be hilarious. How much get, coach? Get how much coach speak would he give you? <laughs> hey, uh, how, is the ayahuasca kicking in? The process is the process. The standard is the standard. <laughs> You're like what? What? Huh? He's over there wearing a unicorn costume. I would love that. That would be a bla- that would be fun too. Do Mike Tomlin's eyes get more or less open on ayahuasca? <laughs> more. Oh, his third eye opens, baby. Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, Sirianni would be great. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> systems, the systems the are system, in place. The systems are in place. I don't know. I can't. We're watering the flowers. <laughs> ah! And then he's just. That's right. F you. Like he would be bouncing back and forth between super intense and then philosophical guy. Pete's and just, it wouldn't make sense. I just imagine Pete curled up in a fetal position, holding yeah. the football, saying. Protect the ball. Protect the ball. I think top three ball. are easy, though. And, and top three are Pete Carroll, Mike McDaniel, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Yeah. 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 Uh, those, I mean, those, those, those three. three are right in there. Those are all yeah. great ones. I say all that because I think Gino got like him and – Oh, yeah. yeah back, that's how that got started. Because the thing is, Gino was, not a, was not a protect the ball, you know, uh, prodigy. That was part of his problem <laughs> was that no. this, he was very loose with the ball. Mm-hmm. Like him and Pete, man, whatever. Pete does do this when he gets a guy. He when he gets a guy on their page, yep. he understands. He gets guys to understand. If you do that, everything else opens up to you. Yeah, this is in the the offense has been efficient. And they're taking care of it, but it has the feeling of what they what John Schneider and Pete Carroll built before. Um, in that they're going to lean on a defense that is improving, and it's not nearly or anywhere close to being a finished product, but Tariq Woolen was named Defensive Player of the Week uh, for the NFC this past week. And it it does feel as if one of those diamonds in the rough... They found another one. And they got him. 
and he's he they drafted he's a fifth round draft pick and he is a big long pterodactyl remember the with it, it goes back to like Richard Sherman and Brandon Browner on the outside where he's six foot four he is really long he is fast as hell and he is putting up ridiculous numbers in the analytics department uh, next gen stats bring, puts out their their weekly release and Tyree uh, 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 Tariq Woolen against the Cardinals, intercepting Kyler Murray, recovered a fumble on Sunday, and as the nearest defender this season, Woolen has a passer rating of 36.9. That's the second best in the NFL with a minimum of 25 targets. On the season, he has allowed 15 receptions for 182 yards and recorded four interceptions on 27 targets. And here's the thing. That is incredible. Those those are incredible numbers to think about from from a guy that is a fifth round pick and is just finding his groove in that Pete Carroll defense. They're doing it again. He's being thrown at because the Seahawks are in games. It's passing over and over and over again. So it's not like a grinded out offense. I mean, the Seahawks offense, Geno Smith has been rolling. It's yeah. been their defense has been a bit problematic, and yet he's performing. I you're taking a six foot four, two hundred and fifteen pound corner who ran a four two six, mm. not at his pro day at the combine. Yeah, that's real speed, and you're giving him ball skills. That's a terrifying thing. And if if they found and it does look like they found it, how does a guy who who's with that size and that profile fall to the fifth round? I I, I can't wrap my head around that. How does he end up at Texas San Antonio? Yeah, you just yeah. don't. I, I, I don't get so it. So weird, like that. Yeah, and it's all about projecting, and it's about fit. And he is grading out as the, according to Pro Football Focus, the fifth highest rated rookie in the entire NFL this year. Um, it's he, him and Sauce Gardner as far as the best corners. Well, right the now. Jack Jones in yeah. in New England is the highest graded out uh, defensive rookie in, in the NFL at ninety point five at corner. Um, he's playing really well, but Sauce Gardner and Tariq Willen, those guys are in that conversation, yeah. and that is... Those are your defensive rookie of the year conversation guys. It's impressive, man. Yeah. It's impressive what Seattle is doing this year. I didn't. I, I thought they were going to be better than what they were being made better out to be. Better than the Bears. Not, Not this. this, though. What they're doing is pretty damn impressive. It turns out nailing absolute home runs on both your draft picks at the tackle spot and... <laughs> further down the line, was it first round and third round for their tackles and then fifth round for their corner? Not too shabby. Not too bad when you're talking about the, the outsides of your football team, your, your your tackles and your corners, to get three of them in one draft. Well, you know what? That, that's an interesting point, though, because that may lead to less need in L.A. to rethink their F-them picks strategy. Ever so slightly. We'll talk about that after Rust with SportsCenter. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. What's incredible about the Seattle Seahawks that we were just talking about and them hitting in the draft is that it just happens after everybody's begging for them to knock it out of the park in the draft um, for like five years where they were swinging and missing on running backs over and over. They get their running back in Kenneth Walker. Trying to find offensive linemen. We find two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're looking like, oh, who's going to be the replacement on the corner? Can you find that guy on the outside? You find him in the fifth round. 
You know, it, it's incredible that, like, it was, it, it's almost like. You look at their draft, they may have had the best draft. When you, we, we look back at, at this, they may have had the best it, draft of the year. They 2011 did all over again. I mean. Like, they're, they're going down that same road. Five starters? That's insane. Like, and not, and not like, oh, crap, we have to play these guys because we don't have anybody else. You have above average guys. Yeah. That's. It's like Pete Carroll and John Schneider were in a contract year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Weird. That or, you know, what would be really funny is they were just like sabotaging the draft just to get Russ out. Uh, well, I mean, you see which team's winning that trade right my now. My God, if, if the Broncos end up sucking to, to the level of suck that they could be at, the Seahawks ending up with two top 10 picks well, in this draft would be tremendous and, content. And, and one thing that it, it does need to be noted is that that trade did give them more selections and opportunities uh-huh. to, and you need those. The, if you know what you're doing, you can take some bigger swings and you can miss, but you can also connect. Think about this for a second. They could have traded Russell Wilson and they may end up, let's say the Broncos do suck and they end up at the top 10 pick. And all of a sudden the Seahawks, but they miss out on one of the top two quarterbacks, but they take, they, they instead either wait till their second they pick find first. Their, they find the third quarterback, so Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Yes, and with their <laughs> other pick, they take like Keeley Ringo or Clark Phillips, and they get their other corner to put alongside Tariq Woolen, and they're right back where they were again. My God. Uh, yeah, it's, it's wild to think about uh, what they're doing, but you do have to wonder, you know, what do you do if you're one of these franchises in that situation? Because, look, F them picks, less need, the Rams, it worked. If you're they a Super, a Super Bowl, Bowl model, if you are like it. in that window, you absolutely should be throwing yep. picks away, like burn them like there is tomorrow's trash. But right now they're taking a look around in L.A. going, oh, no. You do it every time, though. What do we do? For, for the you title, right? You have to. Like if, if, if you're you a legitimate title-winning team, you you do not hold on to that because you don't know when it will come back around again. No, no. It, it, you You have to be able to do that. Um, so, like, if you look at it here, uh, the 2023 Rams draft pick, uh, they, for 2023, the Rams will have a second, a third, and three sixth-round picks and a seventh-round pick. <laughs> a, again, that's a second, a third, three sixths, and a seventh. They don't have, like, you're going to be... Searching to try and get some, and if they want to make a move and they want to improve this year, they may they may be even with less picks than that. That is, it's going to be a slippery slope. And a team that has to be in that same position as a trade deadline is looming, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you want to do if you have a quarterback who's on his way out? Like all the writing is on the wall. This is Brady's last year, and guy already retired this past off season. And then he got a divorce, so. I mean, he is on the way out with with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are you going to push all in for Brady this year with all of the injuries that you have? You're still competitive, but what is your ceiling right now? Do you, if you're Jason, like, do you push all in and say, "F them picks, we can make one more run at it"? No, no. And so you waste the final year of Tom Brady's career. I think. Well, I mean, if they were, if they were actually close, I think you could. But I don't think they're actually close because their offensive line is decimated. Mm. Man, 
If they if they had let's put it this way, if they had, their defense is good, not great. If their defense was great, like if I trusted, because I trust. Here's the thing: I trust the back seven. I don't trust the front four. <laughs> I don't trust the front four to generate any kind of consistent pass rush come playoff time. Huh. If they had a front four that was just let's say they had Denver's front four. Well, yeah. Like if if, if they had really good on defense, that's they, the most frustrating part about watching Denver. Yes, if they had that front four with the rest of that back seven, then I wouldn't really care about the offense as much because I'd say Brady would just kind of figure it out. But they're not enough up front. No, to, they to don't disruptive. have that dude. Yeah, that dude. They're not disruptive enough for me to fully buy into it. Mm. All right, I'm very picky. Blazers kick off the season tonight. Tip off against the Sacramento Kings. There's no kicking involved. Seven o'clock. Tip on Root Sports. Yeah, get your sports metaphors right. Uh, they're going to knock it out of the park. Attaboy. Next on The Fan. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Blazers, Kings. Let go! The starting gun will go off for the beginning of the 2022-23 NBA season. Basketball players to your starting spots. They will enter the gates. The horns will sound. And off they go. From the starting blocks. To kick off the season in a knockout fashion. They'll throw the looking, first pitch at 7 o'clock. Looking to hit a home run against the Sacramento Kings. Huh? We get them all? <sighs> we, 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 we get them all? Got most of them. I think we got them all. We, we, we could have got probably them. worked in the cricket bowl. You really knocked that one through the uprights. <laughs> hey oh, babe. <laughs> uh, I just hope both teams play hard. There you go. Um, <clears throat> all right, predictions for the Blazer season. Let's uh, let's get these out of the way. Yes, 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 yes. Well, let's say you go last. I'll, I'll go last? Okay. Yeah, you go last. Um, I think the Blazers this year, I'm going to go 42 and 40. Okay. I think they're going to be in the plan. Yep. Uh, I think they're a, about a 500 team and I think we're going to have a rough start and then a Damian Lillard FU tour that we, well, okay. That, so that nine to 13 game winning streak or something like that, that pops up every year when he's healthy. Yeah. Because look yeah. at the back half of the schedule uh-huh. and it's going to, okay. So basically what I'm saying is. Uh, what like Damian Lillard's five years five through nine were of mm-hmm. his career, but with a little bit more emphasis on defense happening. There you go. Does that sound right? No, I like that. Sounds about right. That's okay. that's, that's ultimately where I've come down to. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff Rust, do you have a prediction for the Blazer season? Oh, yes. I completely prepared for this homework assignment. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know. See, this is where we get the truth, though. Right, exactly. Yeah. So what? Most of the over-unders have them at like 38 and a half or so, yeah. 39 yeah. around there. Uh, I agree. They're going to start out slow. They're going to have some growing pains. I feel like near 500 is, is, is a fair bet. I'll try to stay away from your 42 and 40. And I'll go on the optimistic side. How about we'll go for 44 wins? That, wow. that works quite nice. That's because very optimistic. My official prediction as of before preseason was 43 wins. I have now adjusted to 41. Oh, 500 basketball. But I still believe that Damian Lillard is worth 500. I, yeah. I don't, I, He's worth 500 wins in an 82-game season? Absolutely. Uh, that 500 record. I, I just – this is a team that they're going to struggle. Their, their first 41 games, 17 and 24 wouldn't surprise me. 
Oh my goodness. But think about that. Seven seven games under five hundred. Yeah. But knowing what's on the backside of those forty one, mm-hmm. seeing them seven games over, not hard to see. And a lot of those teams are gonna be full tank. Yeah. To going twenty when I say twenty four and seventeen, does that sound like world beaters? Mm. No. Sounds like an okay team. Like yeah, you had a couple things go your way. Yeah. So seventeen and twenty four in the first forty one and twenty four and seventeen in the back. I that's I don't now here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. How poor of a start would they have to have where it would be they would start questioning whether Chauncey Billups is the right coach? Not this year. You don't think at all? Not nope. this year. Unless says. unless they went zero and ten, zero and twelve. They like know if what they went, doing. If they went winless in their first 10-12, then there might be an eyebrow raise. But I I and, don't think anybody is number one. Talking to to Joe Cronin on Monday. One of the things he said is he's going to take. He said he's going to take a, a month, if not two months, before he makes any changes. Yeah. So he's going to get that leeway. Not to coaching staff, by the way. To, no, in, in, they, general, in general, like before he makes anything. any any changes yeah. anywhere, he needs to give them at least two months. Okay. All right. Uh, your thoughts: five zero three two five zero ten eighty forty five wins in a six seed. Maybe slightly optimist, optimistic, but why not? Very optimistic. There you go. My over for the Blazers season. Blazers most losses by 30 or more points, beating last year's mark <laughs> by the Blazers. Uh, that's, that's a mark that's probably Ooh. not going to be broken. That's somebody that wants uh, Victor Wynn Binyama. Yeah. Um, this one says, Blazers prediction. Ba- Danny, being all worked up about the start of the Blazers season, will walk out of the building at 3.07 while daydreaming about <laughs> that. <laughs> he'll get hit by a bus. And, of course, he survives because Danny always does. He's not wrong. <laughs> You can't kill him. You can hurt him. You can break him, but you can't kill him. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, what a prediction for the Blazers season that yeah, one that's is. That's a very oddly specific one. Maybe somebody hey, knows me too well. Hey, well, here's the good news for you. Mm. There's no buses that are driving in through our parking lot. This is very true. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be okay. All right, uh, Blazers, Kings, 7 o'clock tonight. We've got uh, game two of the NLCS right now, top of the fourth inning. Uh, Phillies lead the Padres 4-2 to two, um, with a 1-0 series lead for Philadelphia um, in, in, in that NLCS. Best of seven series gets underway tonight in Houston between the Astros and the New York Yankees. We'll be back tomorrow. we got another guest on, Ben Bolk, Woo! LA Times, 12-30, and we'll have our picks uh, for NFL as well. Up next, you got primetime with Isaac and Souk. Have a great Wednesday. See you Thursday right here on The Fan. Bye. Put the good meat out, Dusty. Grab that one. See if that's clean. I have to make you love me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.